Hello and welcome to episode 200 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team, the boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Hello, dickheads. <laughs> welcome. Uh, we now switch to Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan and our guru. Welcome, wow. Alex. Haven't heard that introduction in a while. Bringing it back for episode 200. In in days gone by, or episodes gone by, milestones, I used to sort of prepare some shit, you know, get some of those like party poppers and crap and do something funny like that. And this one, absolutely nothing. Yeah, fair enough too. And now a man has said Dave Warner modelled his game on and current form. Hello, Michael. Hey, hey, I made an 80 at the end of last year. I'm fucking well ahead of David Water at this point. But uh, he's not far off my form. But, yeah, anyway. Now, like I said, like I said, one of our group chats, if runs were currency, you couldn't buy a fucking Mars bar, David Warner. Yeah. No, he's struggling. Not in this economy. <laughs> not a political no, podcast. Couldn't fill so. up his car anyway. Fucking hell. <laughs> Petrol prices, am I right, Mick? Hey. Hey, now that <laughs> I'm a functioning hell. member of society. Petrol prices, right, boys? Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> Going to buy a Tesla soon. Oh, just to make sure you don't have to pay uh, for fuel. Not with electricity prices going through the roof. <laughs> oh, okay. Am I right, fellas? Yeah, I'd have to get on the old bloody horse and carriage again. In this economy. Save the world with... by buying your Tesla that's powered, that's powered by coal fuel fucking electricity. My life was a lot that's easier. How we do it, yeah. My life was a lot easier when you used to drive me around everywhere, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, my life was a lot easier when fuel wasn't a was wasn't three dollars a fucking litre. <laughs> Ah, uh, hey. 80 cents when I was on my piece, fuel was uh, 80 cents. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, the world's gone to pot. Uh, rabble, rabble, rabble. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we're still here, hey, with a bit of stability for two more episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the cost yeah. of this podcast has stayed exactly the same. Yep. Yeah, the whole time. Alrighty. Inflationary immune, this podcast. We might as well get straight into it after that preamble and um, talk about... The Ashes, the second test at Lords, June twenty eighth to July the second. <laughs> hey, we're all out of yeah. hey, Finger on the pulse. That game. Nothing interesting happened, so it's all right. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, we'll just quickly brush over this one. And... Oh yeah, nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah. Um, did England win the toss in this one and send us? Yes, they did. I think they did. Ah, good on them. Paint by yeah. numbers test. This one, pretty much. Nothing, nothing weird happened. It was just pretty normal. Hard first innings. match, really. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Read the scorecard out for us, Ross. Oh, I will. I will. Um, what the uh, right at the top of the innings is Dave Warner. He made sixty six. Oh, seems like uh, an eon ago. Yeah, I know. It does seem like a long time ago. That's the beauty of doing a fortnightly podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Usman yep. Kamaja, seventeen. And both of them were bowled by um, old Tongs, Hammer and Tongs. Yes. Josh Tongue. Oh. <laughs> Why are they saying, is that, that's, surely that's a Mrs. Bouquet to Mrs. Bucket. It's got a bit of that, doesn't it? It's like, not Tong, it's Tongue. Yeah. It's spelled exactly yeah. the same way. Your last name's Tongue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get what that was about, but it wasn't all of them. It was just some of the commentators. Yeah, anyway. some of them were, yeah, it's just. Maybe it's a private school wanker way of saying Tongue. Well, it seemed like Mel Jones was doing it. So that was weird. I'm right. an ox tongue. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst cuts of me. Well, I tell you what, bowling the first two openers uh, definitely had the tongs wagging. Yeah, he sure had the opposition licked, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Righty, so then that three minus Lavishay made 47. He should have probably been the dressing room high five himself after that. <laughs> Steve Smith, 110. Travis yep. Head, 77. Oh, Ken Green Trav. made a duck. Alex Carey, 22. Mitch Stark, 6. Pat Cummins, 22, not out. Nate Lyon, 7. And Josh Hazelwood, 4. So 38 extras, including 13 buys and 13 leg buys and 12 no balls. So that's a lot of extras. Okay. Anyway, 416 they made off 100 overs. Wickets, uh, 1 for 53 for Jim Anderson. Scoo, 1 for 99. Ollie Rob got a ginfer, 3 for 100. Yeah, old yeah. gin. Thanks, mate. Old Hammer and Tongs got 3 for 98, just missed out. And Ben Stokes, 3 overs, none for 21. Joe Root, 8 overs, 2 for 19. The yeah. um the disappointing little bit there, I suppose, four and sixteen, they were cruising. Uh at one point they were two for hundred and ninety-eight, so they lost the last seven for a hundred or something like yeah. that. Steve yeah. Smith equals Steve Wars century tally, Roscoe. Mm, impressive. Mm. Yeah, in quite a few less tests. Yeah. Sixty eight less tests. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> What is so, that the second fastest to 9,000 runs or something as well? Uh, yeah, yes, yep. I think it was. Yeah, yep. uh, a good number to not include Bradman in too, because didn't he make like? Nah, he was like, like six thousand something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yep. like he, you know, a good number to say. Well, obviously it would be Bradman if it, if he made that many. Mm, true, but he didn't, which is a concerning trend, I think. No, uh, for John Bradman. Well, that was Brad. That's always been Bradman's problem: his inability yeah. to go on. Yeah. 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 Like, look at his, yeah, how many of those hundreds did he turn into doubles or triples? I don't know. It's not many, I would imagine. (laughs) He he didn't turn any of his triples into four quads, did he? So, no, no. (laughs) Just hated a daddy hundred, the big fella. (laughs) Hated him. I want a kitty hundred. That's what I want. A a mummy hundred. (laughs) Oh, hey, it's 2023, mate. Can't be. Yeah. Non gender specific person, yeah. 100 thanks. Yeah. <laughs> fluid yeah. old person. Let's move on. Uh, England's first innings, uh, they got off to a good start. They were one for 180. Did you hear that reference at any point during the summer? No, no, yes. didn't at all. No, one for 188, in fact. Uh, Crawley, 48. Duckett, 98. Ollie Pope, 42. Joe Root, 10. Harry Brook, 50. Ben Stokes, 17. Good captain's knock there. Just slowed things down after um, all the <laughs> others had lost their head in an hour of madness, I think uh, NASA Sane called it. Johnny Bairstow, 16. Stu, 12. Ollie Rob, 9. Hammer and Tongs, 1. And Jim Bob, Blob, not out. 325 they made. And their run rate, very um, basball like only went at 4.25 and over. Ugh, yuck. Yeah, yeah it is yuck. This was... Yeah. This... <laughs> See, it's not a test match, it's basball. <laughs> this is the start of the next 400 overs oh, having just five, in, five in the bowlers yeah. half too, because Australia oh. got onto it. Yeah. It was a good tactic to come up with, I think. Yeah. We talk about baseball being it's the forefront of a new tactics. Um, <laughs> well, when they got four wickets in quick succession, it was good, but maybe they could yes. stop that. Said, well, well, they probably didn't worked. expect England to bowl the tire innings of short stuff. At, <laughs> no, and then they went, well, okay, well, if you're going to bowl the tire innings of short stuff at us after we bowl 20 overs of short stuff at you, we'll bowl the tire innings of short stuff at you. Yeah. And then everyone just wanted to hurry curry themselves Watching the last innings. Oh, oh my god! It's it's amazing how short pitch bowling can be so boring. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Don't you yeah. reckon, like, yes. normally well, it's exciting. Because most, sorry, yeah. not to step over, it, but most of the bowlers in both of these attacks are not menacing. Like, the West yes. Indies of the 80s and that were fucking mean and menacing. Like, DK and Thompson were mean and menacing. You seriously thought they were going to try and hit you in the bongo and hurt you? These blokes, they're not fucking scary. So nah. you know it's going to... One might come near your gloves or maybe come near your head, but you know it's not really going to fucking do much. You, you can just weave because it's going to be too high or it's going to be a little bit wide because they're trying to make you play a shot. So they're not trying to scare you with it. So it's not as exciting as it might have been in the 80s watching Michael Holding and all these guys yeah. fucking crack skulls. Like, And the, the other thing is that the pitch, the first two pitches they served up in the Ashes were garbage. So... You know, you've got to you've got to hit yourself in the toe to get it above the batsman's head, and therefore the batsman just goes, "Oh, well, I've seen that a long way away," and it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that combined, I think, with the field placements that both the Australian and English side used, which was it's like, you can't do anything as a batsman, mm. essentially. Like you play a shot because you know the bat bowling slow, the pitch is slow. You probably got time to play a shot, but you don't want to because there's a you know deep square leg, a square leg, a mid wicket. A square fine leg and a fine leg, deep fine leg. Like, like you can't play your shot. It's too much risk mm. to take to get a single at best. But all the mm. all the rubbish that's been spruced about the English saving Test cricket, that one wasn't one that you'd look back on fondly. That mm. test. Oh well, they just copied Australia. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, but, but it's just <laughs> just shit for both. Like shit to watch. I guess I understand the tactics, but it's just yeah. it's not. Put asses in seats, that's for sure. No, no. If the fielding was, or the field was a bit more attacking, I guess it would be very fun. Mm. Uh, and I do say that England stole it off Australia, but Australia stole it off New Zealand and Wagner specifically. Oh, with the keepers down there. The body line series in 1932. So, yeah. Yeah, what well, the... yeah, with the two behind squares, slightly different. But mm. yes, agreed. But what did it, they do? Modern cricket, definitely they stole it off Wagner. They weren't looking at body line. No, that's true. With the keeper, the New Zealand keeper standing down leg side. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder where he's going to bowl the, it. With the field, I know they put them all out, um, but the, with the two behind square, do, don't they have one bloke? I missed this on the coverage they're talking about it a bit, but I didn't. I sort of came in late to it. So where do they usually put the two blokes behind square? One at fine leg on the fence. Mm. Yeah, two then, sort of fine legs usually, unless they had like a leg slip. Deep backward square. Deep backward square leg. And then they, will they have a bloke in front of square? Yeah, so they'd, well? have a, so, they'd have a normal square leg and a deep square leg. I, I yeah. Usually, I found an English side anyway, had them both in front of square. Uh, okay. Just in front of square. But it's like, yeah, I don't know how the deep square leg could see. Because it's directly yeah, behind it's the other player. Yeah. And then they'd have two, like another Maybe square. Maybe the square leg turned around and waved his arms and said, hey, can you see? And the guy on the boundary said, yeah, mate, all good. Yep. And then the captain yeah. went to the keeper, can you just check if yeah. he could see? And he walked up to the stumps and then had a look at, yeah, he could see, all right, mate, no worries. Uh, the reason they had they had their deep builders in front of square is because Ollie Rob bowls 125 yeah. clicks, so he's highly unlikely to get hit behind Yeah, nothing's square. hurrying anyone up and going fucking behind square leg. <laughs> I did hear an interesting point of why umpires often stand, international test umpires often stand a point. It's not because they're lazy. It's because if there's a lot of short-pitch bowling going on, apparently, this is going to be one of the contests, they're looking so they can see that they've only got 
two blokes behind square. Oh, on the I don't, yeah. say that you know yeah, why? Because yeah. you know where we're the most visual podcast going on. This this is difficult. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. we're all good. There's not <laughs> two just turned his head around. He oh, over his shoulder yeah. there. So I would say that. But, you know, in local cricket, Mick, you can have square leg umpires look over their shoulder to a runner running behind them. <laughs> and they can, they can guesstimate if the guy was in or not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he should have been a point. Anyway. Also, Paul, I would say this is... He fucking someone else's game, Ross, where he should have been. <laughs> also, Paul, this is a good visual podcast. You know, the third umpire could also do this motion. Yeah, that's right, look yeah. at a telly screen to see third if someone's up behind or, or just look at the fucking ground and just go, yep, he's behind yeah, Or look square. out the fucking yeah. window. <laughs> doing the, obviously, maybe it's the match referees. They're obviously hard at work at the laptop doing yeah. whatever fucking yeah. match referees. Look out the window. I, every ball, you know, only two ah, behind. Look out the window. Yeah, I imagine they could. I've got a solution for all of this, right? So we yeah. know like a lot of the players now wear GPS trackers and all this stuff. Yes. Break the game up into quad. We break the ground into quadrants. Mm. Yes. The three GPS trackers are in that backward square co- uh, quadrant. All the sirens and everything in the stadium goes up. <laughs> and one of the three's heads blow up. That's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like got... um, fucking what is it? The Running Man. Fucking if you run out of the beepers, you fucking head <laughs> like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we we learn a little bit later what ICC match referees do. But I imagine they have just a wall of monitors. There's like nine monitors, and one is yeah. just locked camera on that front foot, no balls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one's one's on the dapper. Well, they need 11 on each fielding player to see what they're doing. <laughs> the, uh, the match referees, or maybe that's the third umpire. The match referees oh, just have right. one telly, which has got the sky, new, the sky, sky racing. Yeah. And that's on the floor. Underneath the massage bed, which they're just constantly getting a massage for the entire time of the test because they don't fucking do anything. Not the entire time. They've got to get the team sheets at the start of the yeah. first stage. Oh, that's why they need a back rub. They're doing so much fucking work. Heavy lifted, mate. And we got sent through a picture of a team sheet, Alex. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> a, why is there a team sheet? Tradition, oh. Tradition. Yeah, true. It's a, yeah, out, right? So, so the Australian cricket team what take a printer with them, hook into the network. Imagine the bloke who has to every ground they go to, he's got to connect his laptop to the local network yeah, to get, get on to their cricket. printer. It's not finding the fucking printer. The fucking printer. Another fucking firewall block me out again. Yes, Paul. There's a team sheet now because it's the World Test Championship, Ken. <laughs> You need to play so many test matches to qualify in the oh, side. Yes. So, you know, it's, oh. it's seven tests to qualify for the finals. So if there's a washout, they could always put someone on that yeah. wasn't never going to play. Yeah. yeah. And if, if Victoria were playing in the final, like only only if Victoria and Australia are playing the World Chess final that uh, they Maxwell, need to change. Maxwell can yeah. come back down to yeah. the Vicks, yeah. And Otherwise, Maxwell, played too much, played too much up the top. There. Maxwell plays under Cam Green's name sometimes, just yeah, to, just yeah, to get yeah, Cam Green in. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Or that bloke fill in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
what else happened in this test? Anything oh, I do like the idea that there's some guy in the Australian team has to connect to the local network oh, to get the printout. Some nerd from the bowels of MCC has to walk up the stairs to the fucking... at the printer that he is on the same fucking network as the printer. So yeah, yeah. yeah, but the it's only black and white. Fuck, it needs to be a colour. We've got the logos on top instead of the fucking team names, instead of the country name, we've got logos it's, there. It is Epson 360. What the fuck? Is Stephen... How the fucking cyan? Fuck me! Is Stephen like, is... PH or V? How do we... <laughs> Fucking how do we spell his name? Uh, yeah, I like uh, that no, they would have set up a mail merge ball, so it would have been <laughs> all right. Throw it out of the spreadsheets that they hold shit in. Fuck. <laughs> the, um, <laughs> the printer's run out of one of its cartridges. Yeah, that's always cyan. <laughs> they have to get a DHL, DHL Express delivery from Cartridge World on the morning of the game. <laughs> What's that fucking uh, stupid print, printer world? Did you just say that? Not in here. But oh, yeah, Cartridge World. Well. I don't know. Cartridge World. There you go. Uh, exactly. Right, you, stood, you stood all over his joke exactly as he said it. Like, good work out. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, that's, um, you know, that call back to every other at. episode. So. 200 yeah. eps of this. Yeah. Wow. Chef's kiss. We're yeah. not fucking joking, Bull. No, I'm not joking. Sure. Yeah, now, Never been what more was over was England's innings and the wickets were shared. Mitch Stark, three for. He is good at Lord's. Yeah. Pat Cummins, one for 46. Josh Hazelwood, two for 71. Nathan Lyon, one for 35. Mm. Cameron Green, one for 54. And Travis Head, two for 17. Steve Smith bowled one over off spin, I believe. Yeah, one that was sound right, yes. Um, the big news out of this innings was Nathan Lyon playing in his 100th consecutive test match. Yeah. Did an old man injury. Ooh, Did his calf. The calf. Yeah. Big time by the look of it, too. It went down like he was shot. Just jogging in for uh, catching a ball on the third bounce, or like you know, just fielding a ball on the third yeah, bounce. Yeah. So, wow, it was innocuous. Jogging in, bang. Like I said, it does answer the question: How many tests in a row can you play as a as a as the greatest off spinner of all time before your calf pops? And the answer is ninety nine in a row. And then on the hundred, <laughs> done. Well, so if you had ninety nine, well done. Why don't we'll you get send your gift pack out? Just have a week off and come back, and you'll be. All right. <laughs> Well, well, well done, the... well well Trent. We'll send your gift pack out to you. You guessed right. 99 tests in a row before popping a car. So, stubby holder coming your way. Bit of prize pack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the acrylic shoes in there. Yeah. <laughs> four and 20 pies. Four and 20 pies. Yeah. Four and 20. Oh, Oh, well, no. There's a great man down at Peter Jackson. Yeah, get your suit. Yeah, get your suit in at Peter Jackson. Lean chocolates. Yeah. Oh, Mum, I love chocolate those. Chocolateer chocolates. And chocolateer, oh. that's what it was. Sorry. Oh, goodness me. And a Carter power back. <laughs> <laughs> Just to round off the I'll have to do something uh, like that live show. Mix running yeah. instead of Just, lose handball. Yeah. Just have stumps set up and have everyone throw it at the stumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got this uh, Frederick Harold socks here, another pair of Frederick Harold socks, and just over here, another pair of Frederick Harold socks. Uh, what else happened, Roscoe? Did the English bat first prize, first prize, no, first prize is one pair of Frederick Harold socks. Second prize <laughs> is two pairs. If you want a chance to win, send us a letter at uh, Lockbag258. Rose there, Sydney. Rose there. We'll return a dressed envelope with your tape and yourself. Uh, did England bat again? Uh, no, Australia, Australia bat again. Oh, Australia yeah. bat again. Ah. 
That's now, weird. They did. Usman Khawaja made 77. Dave Wyatt, 25. Not good. Marnus, 30. Steve Smith, 34. Travis Head, 7. Cameron Green, 18. Alex Terry, 21. Mitch Stark, 15, not out. Pat Cummins, 11. Josh Hazelwood, 1. And Nathan Lyon, 4. And it was a very comical innings, Mick, Nathan Lyon. It was. It was very much so. So he's on clearly on one leg, as I'm not to be unsurprised when you pop a calf. But I think the most comical part was when was it Stark had whack one and they thought it went to six or four yes. and it didn't. And Lyon had kind of walked halfway down the to pitch to congratulate him. And then they went, Oh fuck, and had to run the single and Lyon literally hopped into the <laughs> Yeah. And like fucking yeah. But the, a lot and, of pain. And Jesus Christ, the, the hubbub out of the Englishman. So like they never have seen anyone who actually lives and breathes for their country before and wants <laughs> something that they consider to be brave. And like they're like, I can't believe he's coming out to bat. Then KP starts talking about it's a plan to give him a fucking concussion so they can sub him out. Oh. Evan Peterson, you are an A-grade fucking cocksucker that that's where your fucking mind went, mate. He's a dickhead. You yeah. are a fuckwit. You are an absolute fuckwit. Yes, David. Do you know that? Do you know why Nathan Lyon came out to bat, lives and breathes for his country, Mick? Why is that, Dave? Because he was born in the country he's playing for. <laughs> True. It does so, fucking help. Yeah, that's why they don't understand it as such. Yeah. Um, because that that's a rare occurrence. Yeah, in imagine the... in that in that commentary box of Kevin Peterson and Owen Morgan and yeah. Andrew Strauss. Why people care about their country they play for? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I think it made made sense. It's a calf injury. Like they would have assessed it and said, you know, um, he's done for the series. He's, he's done for the series. So whatever damage you might have done by yeah. batting was irrelevant. But, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. It's like they said, like, there was a chance they thought it was going to go close. So and. Yeah. Yeah, they only got us an extra 15 runs, but the way the test was looking, like that was the yeah. thing that by the last fucking day, there's a lot of these Englishmen going, well, maybe those 15 runs are actually mm. going to be quite important. Yeah, that's but, right. You know, that's why we did it, you fucking stupid pricks. Like, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was 15 runs, and he hit a four. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> they were nine for 264, and then all out, 279, five yeah, overs yeah, later. Even start yeah. put on 15 together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's. Just to jump in here, it was an interesting way that the English commentators framed it at the time. So I was watching at the time. It was, I can't believe Pat Cummins has pushed him out the door. (laughs) All this sort of stuff. And I was like, it's sort of weird. Like, you know, the professional, like the, you know, the highest level you could play cricket, there's head medical staff back there assessing it. I'm sure if it was not advised to go out, he wouldn't have gone out. And I'm sure... It, you know, Pat Cummins wouldn't have said you're going out, and Nathan Lyon is like getting pushed down the stairs because he doesn't want to go out. Like, it's just ridiculous comments, I think, by them that the assumption maybe that's like that in England. I don't know. Yes, Paul. Oh, there's no way Pat Cummins could have done it on his own. I mean, Pat Cummins could have pushed him out the door on his own, but he wouldn't need help getting Lyon's two pads on, his thigh pad, <laughs> uh, his arm guard, that, his that's chest guard. Squad originally because he has the power to hold Nathan Lyon. Ah, of course. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Incredible neck strength. <laughs> Just held him down with his forehead. <laughs> Put his forehead on his chest and lines like, like a turtle on his back. He can't fucking do it. <laughs> there is a story, and it's a true story. Nathan Lyon was telling it that uh, on the day he was batting, he was sitting. I don't know when he got, he, he couldn't wait. 
um, for the wicket oh, to yes. for wicket to fall because yep. you're taking oh, too yeah. long to hobble down the stairs. So he was sitting for 10, 15 minutes or more in the yep. long room yep. on the ground floor just waiting to go out. Now, that would have been all amicable and fine, no doubt, but it's funny to think that was happening on, what was that, day three? Yeah, <laughs> two days later. He would have been stabbed in the neck, yeah. yeah. Oh, just or just Cheat, like, you fucking cheat! That white ball of spit that old men have resting uh, on their lips would have flown out and hit him in the face. Yeah, we've avoided does, that like, conversation. Point back to what Alex was saying, it just it shows the, not just the English commentators, but the English media, the need for a villain, the need for someone to be forcing someone else to do something like that. They've gone out of their way every chance they've got here to paint Pat Cummins as this horrible fucking person. And especially out of this test with all the things that have gone on, they've gone out and they and they do it to Kerry, which we're going to talk about as well. But yeah. there's they they have to have a villain. Like they can't just be yeah. beat by a better side. There yeah. has to be a villain that's doing something that just isn't fucking right. And that, that's how they get beat. They don't get beaten because they've got a fucking Captain, who's got fucking one idea and it doesn't fucking work, and then him and his stupid coach are too dumb to fucking fix it. No, they don't lose because of that. They don't lose because we're a better cricket team with superior players. No, they don't lose because of that. They lose because Pat Cummins does weird fucking shit that shouldn't be done. Yeah. He's a bad fucking person. He yeah. might be a woke weirdo that costs us some sponsorship money, but he's not a bad person. I don't think that's fair. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's a good point and well made. We see England now we're chasing 371 for victory. And uh, the main point here was Ben Duckett made 83. And um, I had some runs in his test, a little fucking oompa loompa. Yeah, he yeah. did. Um, 98 and 83, so 170. Odd. Good on him. I wish him all the best. I don't <laughs> fucking. Yeah, man. It's good to see him in that new Willy Wonka trailer as well that's coming out. So good. <laughs> in the glass jar or whatever. I wish our little oompa loompa would start making some fucking runs at the top of the order. Maybe he needs to grow a shitty beard. Like Maybe. Shitty beard. Yeah. Maybe his eyes a bit smaller. Fucking good might actually make some fun. Yeah, that's a good point as well. He needs to shoot down a little bit. I have enjoyed lo- looking for Duckett in the national anthems, and both times I've seen him, he's been tucked underneath his stupor's arm. <laughs> yes. It's weird he stares next to him. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, that was good. Ben Duckett, 83. And then um, that brought in Johnny Bairstow to... Come in alongside his captain Ben Stokes, and he managed to get himself stumped by Cameron. Uh, sorry, stumped by Alex Carey off the bowling of Cameron Green. Fucking mm. up the stumps to Green. That's fucking yeah. brave by Carey. Ah, it was good stumping, one for the ages. <laughs> uh, caused a little bit of a brouhaha, you might say. But anyway, storming a teacup stuff. Fucking oath, Jesus Christ! You have you obviously haven't had anything to do with cricket if you think that was inappropriate. You've never played cricket at a local level if you're just a punter having a fucking opinion on it. It happens three times a game at local cricket. They had a well, they had a guy who bowls 120 Ks in the first test, give a send-off to a bloke who made 141, call him a fucking prick. That was okay. But what, what happened here was well within the rules and happens all the time is fucking mm. horrendous. Like, He's just a dozy bastard and there was yeah. three former England captains, you know, Owen Morgan, Immediately Andrew Strauss, and Michael Vaughan on the yeah. commentary just said, oh, and Atherton is another one, and Nasser is saying. So yeah, five ex-England fine. cricketers, uh, ex-England captains, have just said, that's just a dozy bit of work by Bairstow. All he, he's ducked a ball and just walked out of his crease. Straight away. And Carey's just thrown the yeah. ball at the stumps. You know like, what I love and the reason. come out afterwards about is that someone goes, 
oh, they had a meeting beforehand because they'd noticed he'd been doing it and they planned to get him out that way. Yep. Who cares? Yeah, wow. Oh, fuck me. Is that, so, is that like when you watch every videotape and see a bloke can't play a cut shot so you both short outside fucking yeah. off to get him out? Like, there's a plan for every wicket, you stupid fucks. One of my favourite things. You're not allowed to plan now. Yeah. Not to <laughs> One of my favourite things, Ross, around the commentary, and yeah, when I say commentary, dickheads on Twitter, were saying things like, well, what advantage was Johnny Bairstow oh. trying to, uh, trying to oh. gain by doing what he did? And my uh, response is, well, Usman Khawaja left one in the second inning and got bold. What advantage was he trying to gain? Yeah. He was just trying to leave the ball. Why didn't they call him back? He wasn't trying to score yeah. a run. He wasn't trying to do anything. He just wanted to leave the ball. Should have called him back for being bold. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's on uh, Ben Stokes. I uh, <laughs> uh, Also, another another argument to say it takes no skill doing that, which I always love no. in the game of cricket, where they say, like, man catch should happen because it doesn't take any skill. Because everything in cricket has to involve a high, high level of skill. Like bowling one that pitches in your own half as a leg spin with the bloke <laughs> trying to cow it to corner, getting a top edge and going out. That doesn't take any fucking skill. There's no skill from anyone involved. Accidentally bowling a fucking wide, flicking the ball out of your hand and the bloke comes hairing down the crease and you get him out stumped. You didn't mean to bowl it there. It took no fucking skill, but you got a wicket. Anyway. I would say it'd take a fair bit of skill to hit the stumps from how far back Alex Carey is standing. Because oh, yeah. we saw Johnny Best who tried to do it to Manus in the yeah, first place. Missed by fucking three stump legs. Oh. Fucking well, there's someone that doesn't have any skill. Yeah. Uh, he's fucking <laughs> failed <laughs> upwards into his fucking position, hasn't he, Johnny Best? Oh, jeez, oh, he struggled. Failed time. upwards. My, I think my oh, favourite part good. of all of this was the was that the outrage on Twitter brought out everyone else sharing stories and fucking chucking blokes in. It was so fucking good. Like, yeah. You've got the um, McCullum stumping Murley when he yeah. <laughs> celebrated the ton with Kumar. Yeah. And they're like, well, how's that any bit? What advantage is Murley fucking gaining there? Kumar already had his single for his ton. So what was what was he gaining there? Then you got the Bearstow one where he basically did the exact same thing and said, um, any way to get a wicket's okay, which is from like a few years back. And that, yeah, when he was in Yorkshire. That prior one where he's standing over the stumps against South Africa, watching, watching, watching. Guy yeah. lifts his yeah. foot for like a split second. He goes bang on top of the stumps yeah. and outs him. But the best one, sorry, I've got. To, I'm sorry to run on, but the best one of all run on. was some former, <coughs> pardon me, some former English first class cricketer got on Twitter and had a big fucking rah 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 about it. And Mark Butcher replied to him because he's obviously right. well this bloke and goes, mate, you once fight fake that one went for a buy down leg side and when I turned to run, fucking stumped me so you could shut up. Yeah. And I thought that was the fucking best one. <laughs> yes. You know who that was, Mick? That was, it was uh, Badger Nixon. That was Badger Nixon. Uh, yeah, that <laughs> mouth guard style. Yeah, so good. Yeah, and the other one I liked was the Colin de Gronholm run out from last yes. year. Yes, yeah. Where he gets hit on the pad and goes for a wander, doesn't know where the ball is. And Bairstow's got the ball at uh, point or somewhere like that. And it was Ollie Pope, throws... wasn't it? Oh, I thought it was Bairstow. Yeah, oh. it was one of them anyway. And they just okay. throw yeah. yeah. through the stumps down. Yeah. They go up there all yeah. the LB and one bloke throws the pegs down. Yeah. The yeah. So down. you're out, mate. They're all fucking out. Yeah, Bairstow was out. Not a vent. Yeah. So they've made a rod for their own back. So they cannot do now anything. No. That even looks like it's against the but spirit that, of the but, game. Um, but that only that they can't do anything lasted. How long was it between tests? Three days. Yeah, 
Paul Stokes fucking did what he did. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Cheating on the boundary. Not that that's all Stokes' fault, but it's, no. the, but it's the same fucking thing. You he should have got you up can't be holier than fucking mm. there. And then everyone's going, well, and someone, I got. I want, I want to, don't want to know, I can't say who it was, but someone made the point that because they started banging on about how Cummins should have recorded him, Cummins should have recorded him, Cummins should have recorded him. And then you got all the fucking hubbub afterwards and Stokes going, I don't want to win a test that way. And McCollum going, I won't be having a beer with him. Fucking rain check, Brendan. No one wants to have a beer with you, you stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> but, um, but then like Stokes going, I would have done this, I would have done that. And someone said, he goes, yeah, but you're sitting there three hours after yeah. Yeah, that was in a press conference. Sorry. That was Ricky Ponting. Ricky Ponting yeah. was Ponting. Yeah. Said, you're sitting there three hours afterwards in a press conference saying this is how you would have fucking done the situation after you'd formulated the plan sitting there for three hours. It happens and you expect Pat Cummins to come to the same conclusion yeah. in 15, like not 15 minutes, 15 seconds. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, I know he's a lot smarter than you, Ben, but I don't know if he's fucking that much smarter than you, mate. So At the start of that press conference, Ben Stokes said, yep, it was out. Yeah. And that's all. That's all you need to say, mate. You fucking out. See you later. Yeah. But then he elaborated and said he wouldn't want to win a test match. Yeah, exactly. That way. He yeah. just had to stop. You know what? There's a lot of people the out there, there, Ben. There's a lot of people out there, Ben, who don't want to win a World Cup off a ricochet off your fucking bat. But hey, we sit where we sit, don't we, cunt? <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there who don't want to be punched the fuck out of at the street at two AM either, Ben. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why they're down? They don't want your best mate kicking them in the fucking head. That's but right. Happens, what are you going to do? <laughs> I would want to win a fight that way. Boundary yeah. count back. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so next, so no, that's, yeah. Next man in was Stu Broad, and he was doing his best pantomime, uh, pretending God. pretending uh, to be uh, annoyed he, at the Australians, and fuck then doing he, his. Doing he, his even worse than the other cunts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't mind Stu Broad, as everybody knows. <laughs> generally, even when he's been pantomime bowler and doing his fucking weird. I'm surprised I took a wicked shit. Okay. That sort of crap. But he. Acted like a fucking child. He was, was a toolbox. More than normal. Sickening to watch. Had I was like, comment on him. Get over it, mate. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. With all his theatrical placing. Oh, the shit the he was saying. You always feel forever <laughs> be remembered for that. Like, Fuck the off. fact he comes out and goes, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in cricket. Yes, you yes. fucking smashed one to first slip and fucking stood there, cunt. Don't Guess who was adjudicating start. that game? Fucking Darmacena. I fucking saw that. I got that fucking shit gun. He's useless as a fucking umpire. When I found out he was adjudicating the third test, I cried. We go back to that Nick in the first slip one. You can't argue that it fucking turned because it was Agar. So we know that's not fucking true either. He's giving me the shit. Great one, Stu. Fucking hell, mate. He's been giving me the shits the last couple of months. He reckons the last series didn't count. And now, oh, yeah. Carey's that, done the okay. worst that's thing on the cricket stupid. field. That's so yeah. stupid. You go, okay, I know what you're doing. But he was general, genuine, generally, genuinely upset. Yeah, he was, 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 was upset. Like, was it angry affected and upset him. about it. It's like, fucking hell, mate. It's, it's a fucking child. Yeah, every ball. Yeah, and everyone, like, fucking Marta's just laughing at him. Like, yeah, when Marta's, Marta's, when Marta's is, like, laughing at you. Then you're going to be the wrong with you. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, when uh, Stu was mucking around with that, you know, exaggerating, going into the crease and that stuff, Damien Fleming wrote an interesting piece where he said, of course, the, the best was there. And when Stu was mucking around, always exaggerated returns to the crease and that, it would have been great if you'd been running out too. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. That would have been just, that would have been just poetic justice. It would have been so good. 
Fleming had that biologist and um, that he used to go on with, and now he's writing for the Raw, which is basically like a free thing, but, yeah. but it, no doubt he's getting paid. But it seems like he's a little bit more open and interesting again. He's returned yeah. to yeah. just so that underground yeah yeah Yeah. without putting on a persona so it's been interesting to read some of his takes Mm. yes david just one more thing on the broad thing before we move on i can't remember if it was nasa or it might have been athers actually it sounds like something athers would say he was talking about the stuart broad thing how he was turning around and he's saying to the keeper am i safe am i safe and athers said yeah look you know that's all a bit or whatever it is. But he goes, that's what Bearstow should have done before he walked out of his fucking crease. <laughs> Absolutely. He should have turned around and said, am I le- all right to leave me crease? You know, so yeah. he said, you can carry on as much as you want, like Broad did, but he's just showing Bearstow what Bearstow should have done in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Or just wait yeah. until the ball left the keeper's head. Go back and you watch the footage. The ball leaves Carey's hand. And he still leaves crease. Before Bearstow leaves the crease. Yeah. So that ball's yeah. not fucking dead, you stupid redhead. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that I like, they showed side-on vision of that over. And yeah. every ball, he's leaving every ball. Every ball, he's just as, as soon as the ball goes past him, he's walked out of his Doesn't crease. look behind at all. No, doesn't. Not and once does like, it look behind. Like someone was trying to argue on Twitter that the minute it hits the keeper's gloves, the like the ball's dead, it's finished. It's like, well, how, how do you get fucking stumpings there? Yeah. How do you get caught behind there? Because once it touches that leather, it's dead. You can't catch a bloke on a dead ball. It's not, yeah, and it's not under control. Like, not under control of the ball. You, but you, you, you could you, never get a run out, Mick. Because yeah, it's just keep direct hits the only. Oh, it's dead, it's dead. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to do direct hit run outs only. <laughs> That would make the game better. That would actually make gloves off. (laughs) Ross, that would make the game better. Direct hit runouts only. (laughs) Keeper's allowed to stop it, but like with his pads, the keeper has to pat it down to the ground and pick it up and throw it at the stumps. (laughs) Goalkeeping gloves on. (laughs) They draw a circle around the wickets, and the keeper has to stand outside that zone and throw as hard as he can without gloves on. Don't laugh. That, that, they'll probably bring that into fucking BBL 25 or whatever. Oh, yeah. 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 We, get a, we get a hotline down to old mate, um, my mate, the bloke who's a T20 World Innovations Chairman or whatever he wants yeah. to call himself. Whitefield yeah. or whatever his name. Oh, I can't think of his name. It escapes me, but I hate his guts. David. Yeah. Um, just going back to this test, Ross, Ben Stokes played a bit of an innings. Yes, he did build a fair few sixes there. That was a fucking good innings. It was. Um, but better, I think, oh, almost almost better than his head in the one in 2019. Mm. Well, yes, it wasn't yes. as good because they fucking lost. Like, he doesn't have a great record, but he has an amazing ability to stand up when it fucking oh, I've always, I've yeah. always said yeah. he's not a good player. He's a player of good innings yeah. Yeah. Or, or good moments. You know, and that's what he does because he can just go through a, a trough of – Making scores yeah. under ten for twenty or thirty test matches, and then just come out and smack eight hundreds in a row. I saw like mm-hmm. a, there was some kind of list about like the fastest players to six thousand runs or some something like that that he was on, and he was the only he had like an average of thirty five. Everyone else yep. was like forties and fifties. Yeah, just like he just has that ability just to to get shit done. And in his like in fairness to him too, he's on one leg too. The prick. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, you're one leg and you bowl 12 overs straight. Yeah, I, balls. Think so. I think yeah, he's but, just been stupid. No, he, no, no, I'm not. You can, no, he's on one fucking leg, that bloke. He didn't bowl in this fucking next test pretty much. If you watched him walk around, you watch how strapped up he is. That's not a bloke yeah. that's fit. Sacrifice at his game, Al. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I will, I will like him. You don't have to like him, but you can appreciate what he's doing. 
Like, no, I, I think like, he, I think he, he, he plays up yeah. his injury too much. Yeah. He's quite capable of bowling 20, 12 overs straight off a long run-up. And then after every single non-limping run-up, he has a big Grimaces. limp out to deep square leg and fucking bends yeah. down on his knees, <laughs> hands are shaking, I know and then he comes in and bowls thing. another eight overs after. 20 overs every week on fucking stress fractures in my feet, mate. You can do shit if you want to fucking do it, mate. Like, yep. <laughs> Fit. Fuck Ben Stokes. Yeah. Anyway, nine fours and nine sixes is what oh, he hit. And he went six six for one ninety three when Bairstow went out in the fifty second over, and then Stokes went out in the seventy third over, and they were three hundred and one. Yeah, he yeah. just and said they, they only needed this. seventy to win. Now I say only, but Stu was in, and Stu had been in there for a long time, two hours just under, and he was um, on ten. At the time, what was actually disappointing was as soon as Stokes went, Ollie Robinson came in and just had a wahoo at one and got caught by yeah. Stokes. Like he's meant to be, he, that, he can actually bat Ollie Robinson. Like another Damien Fleming article, he said, you know, this was a disappointing thing. They got to within 70. They still had three wickets in hand and now Robinson, Tongue, and Anderson still to, mm. there. Like, okay. Uh, it'd be tough, very tough ask, but they didn't even really try Broad and Robinson. Mm. Unlike Cummins and Lyon, the test before. Yeah. As soon as, um, and Tongue, Tongue and Anderson tried, but Broad and Robinson, as soon as Stokes went out, they just went silly. They they, they were both out the next two overs, eight for 302 and nine for 302. Um, Damien Fleming said Ollie Robinson, who had been, you know, the villain after the first test, he said um, that. Um, was almost as bad as him running away to the square leg umpire in the Hobart test. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah no love there for his fellow fast bowlers. <laughs> but, yeah, that was dumb because Tung and Anderson then put on 27. It was like, geez, if the 10 and 11 could put on 27, we bowled Robinson. crap to those two as well. Oh, yeah. Okay. We didn't bowl at the stumps much, Mick. No. And then we didn't bowl Tung. That's a bit of a theme, isn't it? Don't bowl at the stumps to the tailenders. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you finally do. Oh, yeah, I will say the short pitch bowling. I'm going to be the contrarian on here. Surprise, surprise. The short pitch bowling worked. They won the test. So that's probably why they, you know, keep bowling it. It also worked a lot earlier because we had Stokes drop to an absolute fucking dolly, Steve Smith, when he was on 30 or something. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, it worked. And then we kept trying it, and then he hit all the sixes and fours because we kept trying it. So yeah, I think it works on batsmen. I don't think it's there's no point doing it to the tail. Yeah, well, I think like from an Australian perspective, at the top, I don't think they'll do it next test as bad because it didn't work this last test. Australia got into the test after sort of being batted out of it by the openers by bowling short. So why not keep doing it on the pitch in the second dig? So I understand why they did it. Um, and it worked. So they do it for the next test. You know, oh, we got close, but we had him dropped on fuck all. Yeah, I just think so, the, the bottom four blokes bat in the bottom four because they're yeah. not fucking good enough. So don't yeah. give them bowling that's short that they can sway out of and get away from and attack their fucking at, stumps yeah. and make them play. Make them yeah, play, I agree make them play every ball. I don't mind that they're not good at. Yeah. Short bowling's all right. I think if you, you know, one or two and over to the tail, just to push them back in their crease and then mm. try and float one up. and But I guess yeah. the fields were setting, you know, where else are 
bowler supposed to bowl. There's five on the leg side band. Yeah. You can yeah, only it's bowl a plan. short. It's all to yeah. bowl there. Whether the bowler wants to or not, or whether they'll come together as a group and come up with those plans, I don't yeah. know how I don't works. like it. I think it's garbage, but I mean, yeah. that's, that's what they went with. They won, so it's hard to argue with in that particular test. But yeah, as yes. work showed, the next test, it doesn't always work when you bowl short to the tail. Mm. When you got a fucking mm. bloke who's renowned for bowling fucking 140Ks in swinging Yorkers, mm. why are you making him bowl fucking short? Yeah, that's right. Anyway, yeah. we won. So two zip, yeah, Ross. Yeah, two now. Yeah. And um, Piers Morgan wasn't happy, but. Um, are we going to talk about the lunch break? The oh, House of Lords? Yeah. yeah. The okay. House of Lords. Fuck heaps happened in this test. Yeah. Old English blokes are too much money and racist. Knock me down with a fucking feather. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. At the... No, not racist. Prejudice, because it's a religion, not a race. Prejudice. The, the, not racist. Uh, the cheats, 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 cheats chant was just so pathetic. <laughs> I found this guy just screaming cheats at them holding a phone up. Like, what is wrong with you? He just like uh... octogenarian pricks who get their pants picked out by their wife, go to the yeah. cricket and just yell at fucking cricketers. Uh, who wrote that? Like, that was very funny. Pay like 80 grand a year to be that level of membership in that room or something. Yeah, and a 40-year wait or something stupid Imagine to be. Imagine paying that much crib. money to go there and fucking behave like that. So they've, um, they've changed the – they've moved the barrier further back now for the members since that incident. Yeah. So they have – a smaller portion of the room to be able to work in, and the stairwells now need to be cleared at all breaks so they well, can't the stairwells. You make a fucking race where those cunts can't get to you, and don't think like South Africa, the big bull ring, because you're a <laughs> shitty old fucking cricket ground in England with a fucking slope. No one fucking cares, cunts. Did they have no a slope one. on that ground? Yeah. Like, first off, slope in every ground, isn't it? Fucking England, they're all yeah, built like fucking on yeah, the yeah. It was good to see the thin veneer of uh, lordship and fucking lad and gentry get pulled back. The thin veil, you know, of oh, we're you know better than Superior. the bottom class. We're less yeah. crass. We we know how to hold our favourite in the part steam. Of it is Usman One... Khawaja just standing there and just going. Yeah. Fucking you, mate. Yeah, you're out. You're, you know? you, yeah, you'll never come back in <laughs> This again. one and this one yeah. and this one. And then Absolutely. their names were revealed and they're all hyphenated. I, I've, I've read on Twitter that that was that made up or something, but it sounds about right. There is a list of the former presidents of the MCC. That's very funny. Very funny yeah. list of names. In your yes. mind. Oh, Can I just say the... um. The, the backdrop of us talking about landed gentry having gout cricketers sitting in Lords while Ross is punching down a Grange at, you know, nine <laughs> o'clock on a Wednesday night. Yeah, I'm having a Grange. Just perfect. Yeah. Right, uh, next test. Well, someone's got to be civilised amongst a bunch of um, Philistines, such as yourself. That's a good point. Yeah. Now, a very important point here, Alex, is um, yep. Australia got 12 points from that test match. So well done to them. Did we? No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Points, 12, England, nil. No, so we didn't. 12, no, they didn't. There's a protest from Mick here. Oh, sorry, Mick. It's been reported today that because of slow over rates, they're pretty much going to get all the points taken off. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, might be, no, sorry, this might be this one upcoming. Oh. Uh, yeah, no. One the, of the I, tests, I, we lose all our points. All of them. 
Oh, yeah. Every so fucking one. I read a headline that said Australia in World Test Champo defense in tatters, and I was like, "We've yeah. won two and lost one." Well, was, I, the article so I read over. said something yeah. like, um, uh, "Test to be wiped from the record books." I'm like, "What?" Beauty. <laughs> I thought well, you were fucking Stu Broad's got his way about fucking COVID <laughs> And it's like, nah, we lost because of slow over rates. We're going to lose all our test champo points. And might not, might be this one upcoming. But it can't be slow oh. over rates because it's full of rain. It must be the head. It must have been Lords. Yeah. yeah. Well, England Lords. didn't have any points to lose, I suppose. So I thought the Lords test was the Headingley test because those fuckwits on the commentary said Headingley so many fucking times. I just melted oh, yeah. The fucking oh, the rain. West Terrace. The West Terrace. Oh, really the West oh, this, is, no. this is feeling like Headingley all over again. Headingley all over again. <laughs> Fuck off. Speaking oh. of Headingley. I like how they talk so lovingly about aspects of their ground, yet. Deep down, all their grounds are shit. Yeah, yeah. Old fifteen thousand supporters. Uh, you beauty. Just so what's the uh, former president's names, Ross? Oh, I would love Harley to. Harley Cricket Club. Henry Petty Fitzmorris, Fifth Marquess of Lansdowne. Edward Bootle Wilbraham, First Earl of Latham. Ah, oh, Latham, my favourite. Yeah. George Vane Tempest, Fifth Marquess of Londonderry. Oh, big thick vein. Yeah. <laughs> He was friends with the big ship. Wycombe Cornwallis, second baron of Cornwallis. Of course he was. Yeah. Archibald Thanks. Levin Smith. Arthur Summers Cox, the sixth baron Summers. Oh, why do you have uh, a monitor up on your ceiling? Because yeah, <laughs> I have bad posture. If I sat normally, it wouldn't look like I'm doing this. Oh, okay. uh, Herbert well, Plummer, the first Viscount Plummer. With no B. Plumer, oh, maybe. a plumer. Yeah. Yeah. Alexander Hoare Ruthven, the first Earl of Gowrie. Oh, he moved to um, Victoria not long after that and created a train station. He did, called, actually. Called Ruthven, Ross. Do you want to tell us that for an hour? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the live one. <laughs> Heneage Finch, the th- sixth Finchy. Earl of Aylesby. Big bad Finchy. Oh, George Mann. We move on from that astounding Roland list of... Roland <laughs> the Triple first Baron of Ernal. Oh, Brownlow Cecil. Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, I can on, keep going, and I won't. Uh, good. Right, third test was at uh, Headingley. I believe that's in Leeds. England made a few changes to their lineup. They brought in... Oh, they dropped uh, who's their number three? He went out, Ollie Pope with the shoulder. Yeah, they dropped really... him. Yeah. They dropped the tongue uh, as well. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Their best um, bowler yeah. in the previous test. Yeah, and they, and they got rid of Jim Bob and they yeah. brought in Mark Wood, so he's the replacement for tongue, fast bowler. Yeah. They brought in Wokes, the replacement for um, Anderson, I suppose, and they brought in Mo Ali as a spinner, batting at seven. He was a replacement for Pope, actually, yep. really, when you think about it, because no, yeah, yeah. no other bats came in. That's it, yeah. And um, they kept Ollie Robinson. Anyway, interesting. They had five bowlers. And Australia made a couple of changes. Uh, Mitchell Marsh came in because Cam Green's got a sore hammy. Yep, dropped him. And Todd <laughs> dropped him. Yeah. Todd <laughs> came in for Nate Lyon. Yeah, he got dropped too. Like a sack of shit. <laughs> I said the wrong word. I couldn't think who the player was. I just said they dropped him. <laughs> and then Bolo came in. They dropped Noni, obviously, because he's shit. Yeah. Yeah. 
They might, they might, um, they might, they might um, bring him back too. And Australia batted first, 118 to Mitchell Marsh. Amazing innings. I think we he all sat so up well. and watched that. Yeah. Unbelievable uh, innings. Australia in a big hole at four for 85. Pitch was doing got, fuckloads. Yeah, he got a little helping hand when Joe Root dropped the soda at oh, first slip. I think on twelve or something. He yeah, five. In. Yeah, and he made 118. He made 100 in a session. Yeah. It was an extended session. I know, like this isn't like a massive revelation or anything like this, but fuck me, he hits the ball so oh, fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. Does he ever? Yeah, and his, his driving was immaculate. During his this driving. Season. That's what impressed me was his driving. Yeah. Like his defense was solid. And then he just driving through the covers. He had that like Hados punch where he just like got yeah. on the big front foot and went bang, and the elbow yeah. just stopped, yeah. and the ball yeah. just went off the fucking yeah. bat. It was fantastic. Yeah, and his his cutting was good too, and his pull shots for six were yeah. great. But you know yeah. he could do that. It was the it was the driving? Yeah, that was yeah. Really impressive. It, it was he single handedly stopped the short bowling tactics. Yeah, mm. because they went fucking hard at. And he was not really hitting them that well. And he got a few where he just sort of closed his eyes and hit him for four. And then they bowled short to Bison and he smashed them fucking everywhere. And then they stopped bowling short to Trav Head for some reason. He can't handle the short ball just because Bison's hitting it. Why are you (laughs) stopping bowling short to the other? They couldn't tell which one was which. But that's where the tactic makes sense because Travis Head never looks comfortable against short balls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. bowl fucking short all fucking day to him. Yeah. Go for it. It'd be like it's like it's like Warner. It's like bowl wide outside off. The fucker will get himself out. Yeah. Be fucking patient. Yeah, he'll get himself yeah. out. Mark Wood ripped through the tail. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Wokes was good. So what did he get to? Was... One fifty five at one stage? Yeah, yeah, really fast. Yeah. Five for thirty four off eleven point four overs he took and Wokes three for seventy three off seventeen. So yeah, Mark Wood was very good. England's first innings uh, held together by Ben Stokes making 80 again and um, Mark Wood did a little cameo of 24 off eight balls, one, four, yeah. and three sixes. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. So they were all at 237, which gave Australia a lead of just under 30. Six for 91 for Pat Cummins was the highlight. Yep. And the Bison got one too, one for nine. I just... Uh, Went over the trainings a bit quick because the number of drops that uh, England had in that was spectacular. Joe Root dropped two sodas yeah. first slip, and then finally took the third one and threw the ball into the ground. Yeah, ball tampering. And Absolutely. Then, and then there's a little flick down the leg side that Johnny Bairstow got two. And oh, coming at him fuck. How, and how bad oh, was that one, Ross? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And the, Joel, the umpire didn't hear the hit anyway. And that this was the innings of two where Ben Stokes clearly was touching the rope as he threw a ball in trying to save a four. Yeah. And Joel Wilson, perhaps the only umpire lower Joel. in ranking than Kuma Damasena, decided that that was Alan okay. Dar was at the fucking World Cup qualifier, so he's obviously the bad books for someone. Fucking hell. <laughs> Joel there's 15 other umpires in that I've never heard of, and there's Alan Dar there. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. He's been putrid for a while, Alan. Yeah, Those guys doing like their twentieth ODI. And yeah. <laughs> Alan does done like fourteen thousand. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, Australia's second innings was a bit of a curious thing. Dave Warner got himself out to Stu Broad for the second time, so he made 
Four or one yep. is test. So, hmm. yeah, back to form. They've got to go. Surely he's got to go. Wilson made 43. The disappointing ones were mm. Mo Ali took his 199th and 200th wicket. Manus Labashane just hit a ball in the air. Yeah. A sweep shot, sorry. That was disappointing. Thought that was bad. Steve Smith just chipped a half volley straight to mid wicket. Oh, for two. It's no bad. I didn't see these wickets, Ross. Did anyone see them? Was it a bit of like, because Australia fall into the trap at England of trying to attack the spinner too much and losing Mm. key wickets to them by trying to hit them for six? Was it like that? Oh, okay. Incredibly. Marnus got down and half swept and just basically hit it straight to the fucking bloke in the deep. Yeah, but there was like 15 metres either side of him and he just hit it straight fucking to him. Then Smith was just like a chip flick off like, say, yeah, middle and middle of leg. Oh, okay. Straight to mid-wicket. He was like just standard traditional mid-wicket. Same thing, yeah. 15, 20, 30 metres either side of him as a single. Yeah. It's a straight fucking to him. It's like watching yeah. park cricket. It's like a yeah. <laughs> I've got some um I've got some good news about Steve Smith after your review of the test, Ross. So there's a bit of sizzle for you. Oh jeez. I might just rush through it then. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll go on now, Ross, while we're talking about Smith anyway. The fucking reception he got from these cunts. Oh, the hundredth test, yeah. It was his hundredth test, and they fucking booed him out of the joint every chance they got. Like I get that people don't like him because of sandpaper gate and all that stuff, and I get it. But fucking hell, cunts. Like, let him have some fucking moment in the sun. Like, fucking fuck hell, cunts. Yeah, I agree with you. But they wouldn't yeah. know good cricketers if they beat them on the ass, mate. Well, not from their own country, anyway. That's true. <laughs> okay. Pretty yeah. good at recruiting, but not so good at uh, developing. <laughs> Travis Head was good. He made 77, shepherded the tail along. Mitch Marsh, 28. Um, but uh, things fell away rather rapidly. Todd Murphy looked solid for his 11 off 37 balls. But uh, Australia, not enough runs, 224 all out. Yeah, needed Smith and Marnus to score at 50. Yeah. 50 oh, yeah. Bowler had the not-out pair, which is good. A couple of zeros not out. Tell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stu, three for. Chris Wokes, three for. Mark Wood, two for 66. And Moe and Ali, two for 34. And they didn't need their fifth bowler, Ollie Robinson, who, <laughs> after Mitch Marsh hit him for a six, decided his back was having a spasm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weak as piss, mate. Okay. England, oh, David, yes. 251. Sorry, I've missed it. Over to you, David. Oh, oh sorry. Two David. things. It, felt, it feels like this test sort of was the reverse of the first two tests where Australia... Now we're in positions to really stamp authority on the game and didn't do it quite yeah. like England were in the first two. Yeah. And it feels like um, Todd Murphy faced more balls than he actually fucking bowled in this test. <laughs> he might. Yeah, especially yeah. in the last innings. God, yeah. sorry, Ross, keep going. No, that's all right. Um, so 251 they needed, and it was Harry Brook who made 75 and got them close. They they teetled along there. They're 6 of 171. They still needed a lot of runs, and they still needed 80 runs with only four wickets in hand, but they did have the extra depth of batting with Wokes. He's a decent yep. batsman coming in at eight, and so he partnered up with Harry Brook and got him to 2.30. Still a chance there, Mark Wood. Uh, I can't think it was Wokes or Wood. hit one in the air, and Harry, for some reason, took off and tried to jump into the crowd almost to take one down at um, third man, I think it was at Mick or fine leg. He, it, was, it was at third man. 
he mm. I'm pretty sure it's the same man. He ran mm. 40 metres backward where Bolo had to run like 15 metres forward. Oh. Would hit Bolo in the fucking head. Like, yeah. and Kerry dives. Yeah. And I get you the keeper, but the whole you're the keeper thing, surely outside of about a 30 metre circle. Yeah, you've got to have a range. Like, and it was a fair effort for him to get out to the boundary. I'll fucking applaud that. But he does a full stretch dive and it like flicks a glove and, and like comes out. Mm. And Bolo's literally standing a metre away from him, looking down at him like, oh, fuck, good effort, mate. Like, that Bolo should would have literally like walked in about three more steps and just gone, yeah. Wooshka, thanks mm. very much. Now, would it want us to test? Probably not, because it was still no, it was four, four it was like fucking me. single figure runs. But yeah. it's a wicket that we could have fucking taken that you just never know what's gonna fucking yeah. happen. Yeah, These absolutely. folks love to fuck things up. And we <laughs> and they gave us the opportunity and we took it away from them. We took away their opportunity to choke and fuck it up. And that's bad <laughs> That's on us. That's yeah. on us, Mick. We didn't let them choke. Uh, uh, it's interesting because it sort of smacks of uh, desperation rather than professionalism. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was a hundred. You should have that judgment to say that has gone so far that yeah. you don't run after that. And also, I trust my other teammate yeah. to be professional in this period of time and I do his that. job. Yeah, yeah. But it, there were, there were a couple been... of times like that in this test that just reeked of carry. Probably going a little, trying a little bit too much, trying a little bit too hard because of probably the outside stuff that's been happening yeah. to him. Because from the you had the the stumping of Bearstow and all the crappy cop all the way to the fucking prime minister of that stupid fucking country having a say on it. Oh uh, yeah. But then you got the fuckwit <coughs> with his cash only barber telling <laughs> Alex to cook, Alex to cook, fucking. <coughs> Some bullshit about Kerry not paying for a fucking yeah, haircut. Yeah, telling him porky fucking pies while he rides in the barbers on his fucking tractor about not paying his fucking bill. Yeah, uh, that's, oh, that was funny. It was funny stuff. And the Australian team refuted it because they said, quote, that Alex Kerry hadn't had a haircut since before the World Test Championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Straight away, it's yeah. like lies. Uh, but you know what, I'll, but you know what I'll, if I was Kerry, this is how everyone thinks differently. As soon as that story come out, go find a barbershop somewhere else and come in with like a slick new fucking air. <laughs> Walk in the front doors, the fucking air. I look, boy. Uh, <laughs> still got all the cash in my pocket too, boys. <laughs> then I love the story. It, was, it wasn't Kerry. It was another Australian player. And they had the receipt and they'd be going back to the barbershop to show old mate. And you notice how it's gone now? But there's no like apology, no Alice to Cook saying... I'm spreading rumours and innuendo yeah. on a fucking international broadcast of a test match, bringing an, a player's reputation into fucking question. No, none of that. Just like, oh, it's gone now. So, mm-hmm. Fucking hell, cunts. Yeah. They yeah. are fucking pathetic, these fucking soap-dodging cunts at the moment. <laughs> they are so fucking desperate to make us out to be these horrible fucking people just because we can beat them at cricket. You sent us over here. You fuckwits, because we stole bread and shit, and now you can't beat us. Fucking deal with it, cunts. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's a cold of baseball. You can't, you can't acknowledge oh, that you're following something that's sort of flawed, because it's been made out to be this perfect thing. They've won so many tests in a row. They're revolutionising cricket. Blah blah blah. Always be oh. positive. You follow this mantra. You can't acknowledge that maybe it's not the greatest or the best way to play cricket tactically. And they changed their tactics for this test and they won the game. They didn't bat as quickly. They didn't play the shots to every fucking short ball. They batted normal cricket. They played normal cricket, essentially. Mm. And they won. 
It's like park cricket. They beat up all the little sides and go hammer and fucking tongs. And then when they play another side that's as good as them or better, it doesn't fucking work. Mm. Yep. It's fucking yeah. C-grade cricket mentality is what a fuck it is. And I like how they, they, they're playing, they play test cricket this way so that they can save test cricket. Sickening. What was entertaining about some of the garbage you dished up in that second test, you fuckwits? <laughs> Two things. Um, I saw a recent stat, so far be it for me to um, go out and defend England and the way they play cricket, but the 16 tests before McCullum took over, they lost 10, won one and drew five. Now the last like sixteen, glory days, that's it. it. The days that we used to like. <laughs> um, and then the sixteen since he's taken over, I think they've lost three, drawn one or something, and they won all the rest. So yeah, it's obviously. Yeah. It's about, well, I was about to say, Vic, they played no one any good. Have they Pakistan. played like Pakistan, Sri Lanka, New Zealand, or some shit? Pakistan, or Pakistan in Pakistan. Yep, who we beat? We're one nil, not three. We're terrible like in the subcontinent. Did. Yeah, so that's yeah, so Pakistan aren't any good. We flogged them. Pakistan are actually legit shit at test cricket. Well, well, I guess we'll see what happens in the next two tests here to see whether it holds up or not. Well, but gonna, I'm they're saying... Gonna fucking, they're going to win 3-2, aren't they? Fucking... Oh, God, I hope they fucking don't. Jesus. Oh. One good thing about this test is Johnny Bairstow didn't hit the fucking winning runs or contribute. So yeah, that was good. True. Yeah, that was good. Uh, also, the other thing I wanted to mention, Ross, how good mm. was the fucking pitch in this test? Oh, how how refreshing was it to watch a... Fast bowler run in, bowl the ball, and it zips through to the keeper. After the yeah. first two, they served up. Yeah, and have five slips in most of the. Yeah, fucking great, great to watch. One thing five I'll say about this test, and I'll say it to Patrick because I know you listen to our podcast, Mister Cummins. Yeah, he's all over it. Um, you don't want a spinner, just don't fucking pick one, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. If you're not going to bowl him, don't fucking pick him. Pick another quick bowler, mate. Then just don't. Or pick another cunt oh, to have a bat. Another fucking bat, run. yeah. Because you're picking blokes called Warner and that that aren't making any, mate. So if, yeah. you, get, if you don't want to, you don't want to use your spinner. You don't want to try and use him tactically and aggressively to try and see if you can get something to happen when you have got some runs in the shed. And if you want to chuck him on at the end when you got like fifty or something like that, don't fucking pick him. Pick another batsman and just mm. throw the ball to Smith or fucking head and let them get fucking carted around. Yes. Yeah, fair point. The um, other thing was that uh, Mark Wood was player of the match. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Stark took five for 78 in the last innings of the game. The uh, match referee was Ranjan Madagale. Nice. But the match referee made all the headlines was Chris Broad because oh, he said he had yeah, a, that's right. a meme. <laughs> Yeah, the Simpsons meme with the yeah. Dave Warner head on it. So I've gone out to Stuart Broad again. Was the thing written on the whiteboard? Yeah, it was like the Bart Simpson yeah. on the mm. blackboard. But it's it's so dumb because he's writing a thing that it's isn't it like he said he should be don't go out to Stuart Broad again. Not I've gone uh, out to Stuart Broad again because yeah. that's not actually. Yeah, I guess that's, no one no one is saying Chris Broad is good at making memes. We're just saying he made one. Just you missed the point. I don't of think the anyone meme. thought it would get this cerebral the analysis of his fucking meme. <laughs> I was going to say the old analytical mind going to work on a yeah. fucking meme. Uh, hey, look, memes have meanings. It's like it, it, it's just stupid. It's stupid. Such a boomer energy to fuck up the meaning of a meme. And the rumor going around because there was there was talk of how the ICC were going to treat this, and I think he's been fined half his match fee. But yes, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> only three massages during the third session of his next yeah. test. And, he, and points. I know you're interested in this. England got twelve points. 
Boo. Australia nil. Even boo again. Do you know what would spark up test cricket? Sheffield Shield point systems in test cricket. Then we'll find out how entertaining basketball is when they get the crazy fucking points going. Yep. Score many runs before 100 overs. Hopefully uh, Ben Stokes can spell correctly for the team sheet. (laughs) Because that's where it was David. So, Ross, the next test starts uh, 19th of July, I believe, at Old Trafford. So they've got a fair break in between the two. Eight days off. Wednesday Um, next week. So the good news I wanted to share with you about Steve Smith uh, earlier in that segment. Oh, I'm interested. Uh, Average is 100 at Old Trafford. So oh. hopefully we're okay. He's played there quite a few times. What would we say? Four times, four innings, and averages 100. So um, nice. hopefully we get another one from him yeah. and wrap up Absolutely. the ashes. Hopefully Manus pulls his finger out oh, of his No, oh, Well, it's not in Australia, so it's, it's highly unlikely he's going to score a run. Um. I did see um, in England last time we played. Another thing, speaking of um, people that are playing in this test series, so there's rumours doing the rounds now that um, Harry Brook is going to be the first English player to be offered a multi-year central contract. Apparently, it'll be the first time it's ever been done. They're talking he's going to get a million pounds, they reckon. A million pounds sterling? Wow. (laughs) Far out. You'll yeah, be able to pay lot. all the boys drop catches fines with that money. <laughs> a lot of money to pay a bloke who can't bat at three after, you know, can't hack it after one innings and then move yeah. back down to five. But, okay, if that's what they want to do. I know he makes on. runs, but fuck me. Like, I know it's part of his thing. Like, he's a bit like Trav. He just always looks like he's going to go out. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Like yeah. Go yep. Well, we moved now to the women's ashes. Three T20s were played across the evenings whilst those um, two tests were on. Australia won the first one at Birmingham. Uh, with one ball to spare, that was a bit of a nail-biter. They've all been close, in fact. And then England won the second one by three runs at the Oval, and there's 20,000 people there, which is the highest crowd for a women's ashes day of cricket. Nice. And then it was a rain-effective game at Lords. It was a long, a long wait for Australia to get a game at Lords. Um, and England won in the final over chasing revised targets. So... Two points each for these T20s, four points for the test win. So Australia are on six and England are on four. So, so it's Ross, close. Sorry, just to, sorry, just to interrupt you there. So did you say 20,000 people were at that T20? Yeah. Yeah. Nine and a half thousand people went to the last GWS game. So that gives you a fucking insight into how, <laughs> how that's all going. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyone who says good. women's cricket doesn't get fucking any watching or anything yeah. doing a lot better than fucking cut AFL sides going around. And most yeah. NRL sides, to be honest. Oh, as well. yeah, they, they that, that's a round of NRL 20,000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, this is not a criticism of ground size in England, but it wouldn't hold much more than 20. Yeah, well, that's true. Like well. I think it was meant to be a sellout. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe it shows the benefit of running the two series concurrently. Yep. Yeah. Because they've timed this very well. Those Cricket fever. Yeah, those three T20s were on in the evenings across the two tests that were just on. The uh, the test match was in the gap between the first and second test. This gap mm-hmm. now between the third and fourth test, the three ODIs are on. Yeah, so, so the cricket yeah, bonanza rolls that's on. That's it. Every, every weekend there's ashes on. It's just it's the women's ashes in a couple of those weekends. Yeah, so ODI starts tonight. I do ten o'clock. Yep. Uh, ten p.m. Australian 7... Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Non-daylight savings, actually, just Australian Eastern Standard Time. Ten p.m. Right, is that twenty-two hundred hours? 
That is, yes. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I just had to think about that. I was like, is that 8 o'clock? No. It's when that big hand on that clock behind you, Ross, goes back up to where the 12 is. <laughs> well, so, um, yeah, that's good, 380Is. And they've, they've had a good run of um, main grounds. The, the test match was at Trent Bridge, which is a ground where Australia have played test before. The T20s are at... Edgebaston, the Oval and Lords, so main grounds. And they do have a bit of a run now of B grounds for the um, ODIs. Yep. Bristol, Foster. Southampton and then Taunton. So I put Taunton actually in the C category because Bristol and Southampton both had uh, – Southampton's had tests. Bristol's had lots of England ODIs. Yeah, the Rose Bowl's anyway. had a lot of ODIs, so right? Yeah, it has – and tests. Southampton, yep. A few tests, Yeah. So no Karen um, Rolton is what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's it. So it's interesting. Australia's uh, fixtured the upcoming summer uh, when it's peak of summer. There's still a lot of games at North Sydney. I think there's four games at North Sydney and not all the other venues um, get a look in. But yeah. mm, food for I thought. If, I, wonder if that's a, I wonder if that's a, a women's, like Australian cricket, women's cricket team's request. Is that like a... Maybe they want to be based out of there. It's their hub. Um, maybe they yeah, prefer know. to play there. Maybe they put in an ass there. I mean, obviously, they'd probably oh, play yeah. bigger it, grounds. But... It could be. And I see, like, the early season games, I assume it's tricky to get on the grounds because they're playing in the first week of October. So there's mm. games at Allen Field and Junction Oval and yeah. North yep. Sydney. I sort of thought, oh, that's fair enough um, because those main grounds might still be tied up or not available. But then when they're playing some games in January, February, there's just um, a little bit there where they play one game at Bell Reeve and one game at Adelaide and then back to North Sydney for two. Mm. It just seems a bit like, anyway. Yeah, I wonder if it's a preference. Yeah, could be. Bring up the Trobe Uni. They'll drop a pitch in somewhere and fucking run out some stuff for you. We move on to the next thing, which is the MCC World Police. I mean, World Committee. Oh. On to... ODI cricket being irrelevant. Well, welcome to six years ago. Oh, God. Mike Gatting, chairman of this committee. He's, they've suggested that ODI should uh, be reduced to just being played in the 12 months prior to the World Cup. To free up schedule Before time. we go on, Ross, it's, hmm. you know, England win a World Cup and ODIs become irrelevant. I'm just saying, like, it's just... <laughs> yeah, they're ruining cricket. They're, just ru- yeah. they're ruining cricket. They're not entertaining <laughs> enough. We've yeah. always said this should happen, but with international T20s. So yes. fuck them off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So they're not going to fuck off international T20s? No. So there'd be more of them probably because there's less ODIs. <laughs> yeah. No bilateral ODIs. <laughs> yeah. That's what they want. And um, they said they've got to do something so that uh, the cost of running a test match is funded um, fairly so that countries don't shy away from hosting test matches. Mm. Yeah. All right, next yeah. point. BBL. Maybe fixture. stop hoarding all the fucker money for yourself, big three. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, Ross. Yeah, no, that's right. BBL fixture was released. A much fanfare. I believe there were some daytime fireworks. Beauty, uh, moving on. <laughs> a couple of cars backfired. Yeah. It almost, <laughs> almost went in uh, mine and Mick's office window that we shared. <laughs> Some of those fireworks <laughs> coming through. I was under the desk, mate. I thought, I thought fucking Southern would finally come for us. I fucking big James Southern across the road. Gone postal. I was fucking, I was down under the desk. I knew it. <laughs> I'm going to show these two cars. 
And I'll put big... up with this for fucking eight years, 200 episodes of these dickheads. <laughs> There's, the big news was that as, well, not big news, but as predicted, one year in advance of the TV deal for 14 games per season coming to a close, they've reduced it to 10 games a season. So oh, basically God. Channel 7 and Foxtel have told them, we don't want your content. We don't want, we don't want four more yeah. rounds. We don't want those 16 extra games of crap. We're sick of watching <laughs> Premier 2's cricketers run around at the back of MCG, mate. Yeah, so very interesting. It starts incredibly early. It's early December, but it wraps up on the 24th of January. So I did have yeah, a good deep dive through it, and they could have trimmed off maybe two yes. or three days. But it starts on a Thursday, so it's like, oh, well, What's the point? Is that, sorry, you say 24th of Jan, so that means the uh, finals the day before a public holiday. That's handy. Uh, 26th. Oh, sorry, two days. 24th, yeah. It's on a Wednesday. Yeah, uh, finals on a Wednesday. Nice. And they have finally, finally answered all our prayers from the very first BBL, and they've gone to the final four, McIntyre final four. Of Good. McIntyre. V2. Yeah. Oh, 1v2, 3v4. Yep. Loser of 1v2 plays winner of 3v4. Winner of 3v4 and what loser of 1v2 plays the winner of 1v2. Yeah. The final. And then six the plays the winner of yeah. third and fourth in yeah. the yeah. challenger or yeah. the, the electrifier or whatever it's fucking And cool. in the challenger, they go off Mike with Mike Whistle. So. <laughs> Renegades, are you ready? <laughs> you will go off my whistle. Uh yeah. So there you go. And there's only a few double headers, and that's it. Ah, no, good. Yeah. Only a few double headers. Yeah. Oh, what about the big news? The most important thing that's happened in the last two weeks of cricket? Uh, the NatWest Blast is on. No. That's on. The best day of T20 cricket. The thing in America cricket. happened. Oh, Major League Cricket's coming. Yeah. No, My boys are unicorns. The unicorns. No, not that either. No. Oh, no. World Cup qualifiers. No, not that either. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'll, break, I'll break the suspense for everyone. Yeah. Adam Zampa is a fucking renegade. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. hell. We'll have Adam Zampa for at least one game this fucking season. Yes. <laughs> I've always loved Adam Zampa, and I think you have too, Mick. And we welcome yeah, him. in red. I'm all over him. He's the best. Yeah, into the Renegades family. We've given him a big hug. Buy a coffee machine in support of him, fucking as we speak. I'm on Amazon for huh. Amazon Prime Day. I'm kissing Marcus Stewartus on the cheek in a bro-loving manner, just in celebration. Uh, so World Cup qualifiers are like a month-long tournament, yeah. and the two standouts at the start were Sri Lanka and the West Indies. And then you had Ireland there as well. So you'd think Sri Lanka and West Indies, top two qualify, they'd qualify and Ireland would be pushing it their heels. Absolutely. You would think. Did not, did not work out that way at all. Ireland didn't get out of the first group stage. Fuck. West Indies didn't make it into the top two and they were shot and gone um, with a number of games to go. Zimbabwe were also in there. They didn't make it. It came down to Sri Lanka got through easy. They were top. It came down to Scotland versus Netherlands. They played each other in the last um, second sta- second group stage game. Mm-hmm. Scotland looked like they're going to win for a long time. And then Baz the lead for 
the Netherlands. He buried the lead. <laughs> yeah, they had to win with six overs to spare. He took 18 off the um, 41st over and 20 off the 42nd. And oh. you know, they got out and they scrambled home a couple more runs and they won. And they qualified. So Netherlands got it done. Yeah, Sri Lanka and the Netherlands. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Did make me think though, when you got the eight teams already qualified for the 10 team World Cup, and then there was a super six stage here. Um, wouldn't have been good if all of them could have been there, yeah. And that would have been like a 16, 18, um, yeah, mm. World Cup, that's anyway. Trend. Yeah, I think you have 18 teams, you have two groups of nine, that's eight games each, that's only one less than what they currently play. Yeah, pretty dumb. If we kick yeah. India out of the tournament and they stop saying everything's run. We could probably do that, Ross. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you make a good point there, Mick. But um, I watched a little bit of those qualifiers. Um, and I watched the, I actually watched the replay because I started watching the Island game live and our mate, Big Paul Sterling, went out for about 25. So I went back through and found where he made some runs. He made like 178 against fucking... Um, UAE or someone like that. So I went and watched that. And I know he used to say it about Finchy, like Finchy's the best park cricketer in the fucking world and all that. Paul Sterling. Up there. He's right up there. He's, he's up, up there. there. Anyone look, oh, he looks park cricket more. I love than, everything about him. He's got the un, he's got the vest on that's a bit too big because he's a bit fat. Too long. Always. Any cricket club in Australia, people go, oh, yeah, he plays here. No, always red in the cheeks. Yeah. Always red in the cheeks. <laughs> yeah. he, um, but fuck, he's, but once he gets going, he's entertaining as fuck, old Paul. He didn't make enough runs in this tournament, unfortunately. But yeah. Yeah. No, no good. All right. Well, if there's any uh, uh, final thoughts or feedback? I've got some listener feedback. Yeah. Um, so one message come through from uh, my brother. said, boys, glad to hear you're starting and finishing the podcast in the exact same way with shit audio quality. So um, <laughs> that was great. He said, back to your roots sort of stuff, which was fantastic. Uh, we also had one from uh, Jim, who's been a long-time listener. Uh, g'day boys, I can't believe you pull on the pin with a heartbreak emoji. If you cared more than that, we'd probably still keep going. Um, <laughs> at the live event, will there be mid-off cricket podcast tissues? He reckons he's going to need some. Now, I don't know what sort of behaviour you think you're getting up to at the live podcast, Jim, but <laughs> this is a licensed establishment and you can't exhibiting that sort of behaviour at a, at a place like this. So um, keep it in your pants, please, um, until you get home. Primetime hours. That's it. No, no weird SBS movies going on after 9.30. So. Bit of music, Max. Jimmy will get that reference. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you, everyone, for your correspondence. It's been appreciated. And uh, until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. Well, I've never been more serious in my life. about that, this. Went, that went for fucking ages. Sorry, Al. Yeah, it was long. That's all right, mate. It's okay. I don't mind being interrupted. It's all good. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> <laughs>